a listener production. Activate your internet. Because the Hamish and Andy podcast starts in three, two... Sorry, still buffering. One... Ahoy to my Makita compatriot, Hamish Blake. <laughs> Big Mac. Feeling uh, <laughs> good. I've only got a few more weeks in these jumpers. I think they've had their. Oh, happy to change them. We've absolutely <laughs> so if super you, served, if overserved. Got, if you've got other jumper options uh, for us, tracks options, please uh, hit us up, HamishNew.com. Ahoy to you, Jack. Ahoy, guys. We made the default. 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 Lovely to see you. And ahoy to Tom. Thomas from Slovenia, who used the easy-to-use system, telling us what he's up to at the moment. Ahoy, boys. This is Thomas from Slovenia. (laughs) I've just caught up to the podcast real time. At the same time, I've just received my Power Moves book. It arrived only three months late. It was a surprise gift from my brother. Now I'm thinking I'm going to go back to 2006 and start listening to your radio show from the beginning. Wow. Okay. Let's. I mean, first of all, is it the best voice we've (laughs) Did you eat the Power Moves book? (laughs) And did it do that to your voice? (laughs) (laughs) Wasn't it incredible? Wow. And it sounded. How was the the quality? It sounded like he was in a sauna. And I hope I'm not just being. I'm just groping at stereotypes there. Yeah. What country was he in? Slovenia. Slovenia. They'd sauna. Of course they would. I love saunas. Yeah, yeah. Um, But I mean, just. Yep. The, the echo, too. It was like he was in a steam room. Congrats to him for starting from the beginning uh, yes. of the pod. We've encouraged that way. Good luck if you are going back to the 2006. Six, uh, I mean, that's, yeah, that's, that's, you got your work cut out. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to. Many thousands of shows, yeah. and there'll be a lot of references to things, shows like So You Think You Can Dance back then that aren't as <laughs> red hot relevant as yes. the Makita DeWalt Wars. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Matt, what's he saying? Who was the guy that came on all the time from So You Think You Can Dance? Oh, yeah, Matt from the show. <laughs> <laughs> that guy. What was his name? Was he a singer or sports no, person? Like, who do you mean? On so you think you can dance? Was it Matt? No. Who do you mean? The Matt, oh, you mean the, the judge? Yeah. Oh no. Jason Coleman. <laughs> yeah. That's Sorry, right. your name wasn't Sorry, Matt. I was that's right. Yeah, Jason Coleman. You because you were saying Matt. <laughs> yeah. Jason, you Coleman. wouldn't have got Jason. That's not someone you've thought of for a while, I don't think. I um, got it well. He Jason. was on. He was the judge on so you think you can dance. Yes. <laughs> Hey, <laughs> you said you've wanted, oh, you've excited to share okay. something with us. Do you guys remember a couple of weeks ago we were talking? I mean, in loose terms, I was hoping to raid the digital space. I yes. was hoping for us. You know, we talked about how people on, got on Reddit and sent the stocks of the share price of stocks that didn't deserve to be high, sky high, to the yeah. moon. <clears throat> people are making millions. It's frothy. It's frothy. It's a lot of volatility out there, yep. but it's up, it's down. We decided we... We were was, all nervous about mm-hmm. it because, A, Jack really kicked into money-hungry mode. We saw his, <laughs> we saw his eyes just His eyebrows like, just came down. Yeah. <laughs> they stayed up for and weeks. that's not what this show is about. Not what the show is about, There was a collective fun thing for mm-hmm. everyone, mm-hmm. all the listeners mm-hmm. to be involved, just yeah. like when we bought an island all together. Sure. Uh, that was yeah. something that we were keen to do. This did seem like the, the loopholes were certainly there for us to benefit ahead of the market. Yes. And I think we decided it was, was it, 
legally frowned upon. It was legally but not dubious. Illegal. Yes, not illegal, mm. but sort certainly quasi legal. Yep. I think was the vibe. Mm. And so that 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 rustled a few feathers. Jack still didn't completely deter him. He was still interested <laughs> to see if we could. But anyway, we sort of abandoned that. Then we talked about NFTs, which are these things, non-fungible tokens, which are these things that are the, all the rage. You know, people yep. are like, essentially gives you digital ownership of something. Yeah. Where you can just say you have it. Yeah. And, and, and the value I still goes have up. NFI <laughs> yeah. with regards to, I uh, no idea with regards <laughs> to how it works, but it's fun. But we understand the concept because it's yep. sort of like, you know, you can, it doesn't take it out of the public domain. You just get to say that you own the thing. Like, you know, owning a piece of artwork is probably the easiest way to explain it. Everyone yep. can go and look at the art in the gallery. Yeah. But if you own it, you, you just know you own it. You yep. actually don't, you don't get any more, you don't get to see it any better than anyone else. No, but if you own a piece of artwork, can you yep. go to the gallery and like, I'm going to take that back now? <laughs> I would, you can, but I, I think it's more the sort of the barons of the world and the, the wealthy family. That's probably frowned upon to yeah. storm in and go, in fact, I'm having, I'm having friends over tonight. I want the Monet back. <laughs> I think when you loan it to the gallery, it's sort of like, it's in, it's isn't this night that the Rockefellers, would isn't this nervous? nice of them? Would galleries be nervous? Oh, they'd absolutely be shitting themselves because yeah. I, I think people loan them like hundreds of millions of dollars worth of art. Mm. And and then, it gets to the stage where if you were... So if I, you know, so if I, if I said, oh, look, I'm starting a new gallery around the corner yeah, and, and you rang the gallery and said, I'm yeah, starting... Well, I can see the smirk, <laughs> so I wouldn't, I wouldn't be loaning hundreds of millions. I don't think the Rockefellers would give you a Monet straight up. No, no, I, I wasn't trying to dupe the Rockefellers. I was more oh, trying like to I make the, gal- the, ga- the other galleries nervous. Like, would they oh. be... So you're like, oh, we're, we're doing another national gallery. It's called the I, International I, Gallery. <laughs> Who, who's like, we? Well, like, you know, Mel, like someone in Melbourne, like, we're building a new building. It's going to be a new gallery. Yeah. Would the gallery go, oh, what? what, what, what? I guess there'd be some gallery competition. Yeah. And I then, thought we were going down the track of do we start up a gallery to trick oh. the Rockefellers? And this is not my business idea, by the way, but I'm happy to take a new one. Yeah. We go to New York and we start up, you know, um, the Blake Lee um, yep. Conservatorium of Art mm-hmm. and, and start spreading rumours and post, mm. start spreading rumours that that's the place to hang your art. Oh, yeah. We got 100 mil on the walls. Yep. Close for renovations. <laughs> Never come back. <laughs> All with the truck straight down to Mexico. Not a bad idea. No. Um, but, here, but again, quasi-legal. Quasi-legal. What we need on that front is our own baron in on it. Yes. So... Yep. Not that they'd you want need, to, but you need, you need them Dickie to be Branson. Yeah, you need, you need Dickie Branson to see the humour in it. Yes. And to, for him to sort of start the open the floodgates. So he, you know, he's at a party on an yeah, island, goes, probably, and he goes, you know I'll what? Tell I'm, you what I'll, tell, I'll tell you what I'm putting on my art these days. Yeah. Yeah, the, the Blakely Post. Um, conservatory of art. Yeah. Like, oh, Rockefeller goes, oh, really? Yeah, yeah, you should put a bit. All the, you sure this isn't one of your hair brain scams, Dickie? <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> no, no. Sorry, I'm calling hey. him Dickie a lot, I just know. so it seems like we're familiar with him. <laughs> I don't think I've ever heard Richard Branson called no, Dickie. I'm doing it as a power move, just, okay. to make it sound, just to make it sound like we're mates. Um, anyway. We had him on the show, Jack asked him for 100 bucks. <laughs> Yeah. And he wouldn't give it to me. So. Uh-huh. I asked him for a hundred because I thought that was something that he wouldn't notice even missing from his wealth. Mm. But he said no, so I doubt he's going to do the art thing. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's not the idea. <laughs> I'm not that passionate about the art heist. Neither to be honest. I. <laughs> uh, what we what we were talking about was the the idea of NFTs. So like you can yep. digitally own something mm. and it's yours and it's in the blockchain, so like it's undisputed. Then we talked briefly about Pinot Coin. 
I'm happy to let Pino Coin yeah. go. Pino doesn't even know what's going on with the pizzas. Yeah. Let's so not let's tie not him up in a cr- <laughs> Let's not make him confusing currency. Let's yeah. just let Pino live his best life. Yeah. But these ideas were bubbling around in my head. During the week, I came across something that I think will get our attention. Mm-hmm. Someone has started up using the this idea of NFTs, so this idea of like digital ownership that exists mm-hmm. and cannot be, you know, it's yours. Can't be replicated. A horse racing world. You can own a ZED. I don't know what it stands for. This is called a Z. Mm-hmm. It's a digital racehorse, mm-hmm. right? They they drop their like mind and and bought yep. kind of like a bitcoin, like a coin. Great. They exist on the blockchain. They each have their unique characteristics, like breeding trait. There's rare rare ones, super rare ones, and then they go in these like an algorithm that simulates a horse race. Awesome. And you win you win the winning. Awesome. And if your horse is doing well, yep. it starts becoming more valuable. You can put it out to stud. Yep. You can breed them because then people want the traits Love of the good it. horses. It's in its infancy. I'm How you much have to buy them cost? with you have to buy them with Ethereum. Jack, what's the price of Ethereum at? I think five thousand AUD around about there. Right. Oh, Inter- I thought it was a lot less. Thought it was about yep. It's okay. been booming. Okay, well, it's a third of an e- Ethereum. That's quite a lot, isn't it? It's about thirteen. Let's say it's about fifteen hundred bucks for a horse. Okay, we can do. Do that. I have permission <laughs> to go shopping for a stable this week? Yes, please. How many do we want to get in our stable? Couple, two or three. Yeah. Do we just get one Ethereum coin mm-hmm. and try and spend it wisely? Yep, that's a great idea. Okay. I will open the company bank accounts for that the joint bank Thank account. So, um, hey. And should, then I hope, we, then I hope we'll we get to name on. it. Uh, like, I, I think at the moment they're, they're just like names of horses, like Nakamoto and stuff like that. Oh no, there, there, um, there is, there's a very famous horse, I think called Trojan Storm. I'm just, I'm just getting my head around it now. Okay. okay. And will people be able to watch the races? If we say our race is on at 8 PM Eastern Standard Time, people will be able to tune in? Look, there's races on 24-7, 365 days a year. That's wow. the great thing about the Z races. Um, and you don't have to wear any, a fascinator to watch it. No, any Z can any any Z can jump in the race. You, you do have to like get sele- you have to be like qualify for race, but there's also is some our, wild card entries. Is our in this again? We may we get a professional up to talk to us about this. Yeah, we don't mind need a trainer. Let's if someone knows more about this, that'd be helpful because can we put our Z? Yep. In every race? Because he, do, do, you know, like, he can't get tired. He can't, can't get, get tired. tired. Yeah, right. So like, I don't know. I mean, taper him but off I, assume or... every, I assume everyone's doing that. Well, here's the, here's the details. Each race is limited to 12 spots. Eight spots will be assigned randomly via a lottery. There you go. Okay. And four slots are available for buy-in. Okay. So if you really like the idea of, if you really think your horse is a winner, you can buy him into the race. Okay. Like at the moment, it looks like the prize money is in the sort of like $70 a race category. Right, well, but if he's doing, if he's winning a hundred races a day, very soon he'll pay for himself. <laughs> <laughs> Great, I just can we call the horse as a as a, as a an idea? But yeah. would must be nice be a nice yeah. uh, mm. name? Well, if, we get, if we can if we can call the horse, must be nice. <laughs> I do it. If I find a thoroughbred mm. that if I find a if if I find a champion mm. that is maybe going for a bit more mm. than the point three of an ether, maybe we'd pay top dollar for a champion horse. Mm. And we call him must be nice. Yeah, great. Him or her. Yeah. And the good thing is, though, once we, if we own, if we get a mare, we can, she can have foals. Right. So um, over time, that mare will start producing other digital horses. Did you 
With regards to what the was the unit of currency we have to buy it in? Ethereum. Never heard of that. <laughs> That's like the second uh, biggest yeah. to Bitcoin. Right. Okay. So what's it called again? Ethereum. Ethereum. Okay. Yeah, yeah we'll get us one of those. <laughs> yeah. Did you, 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 you think that's the thing they mine in Avatar, don't you? Yeah, yeah it sounds <laughs> a bit like that, doesn't it? <laughs> um, brilliant. All right. Well, Haim, when can we expect, do we want to get someone who understands Zeds up? I think I've done week? a pretty good job from reading this one article. <laughs> But you're right, it'd be good to get... Why don't we get, someone, be, up, why don't we get someone up that we can call our train the next week? Yeah, and help us buy a champion stag. Love it. No, racehorse. Yep. That's a deal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if, we, if we buy $5,000 worth of Ethereum and they come back with a deer, we'll know <laughs> we've been flexed. <laughs> Trap for uh, rookies. Okay, great. That's next week. Yeah, great. Amy, you said... You've got a special skill lined up for us today. Um, give us the details of what was written in. It's Jacob is his name. This is Jacob Ando. Very interesting. He writes in and he says, hey, boys, hmm. at number six, um, you've heard of voice actors. Of course we've heard of voice yeah. actors. These are the incredibly talented people in the acting community that can assume any voice. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, be it Mike Myers, of course. Yep. Very famous. Hank Azaria. Hank Azaria, of course, you know, the Simpsons actors. Mm. Um, some of the lesser known um, superstars of the voice acting world, um, the guy that does Pyro from Ralph Breaks the Internet, Wreck-It Ralph, <laughs> the sequel to Wreck-It Ralph. I knew That's quite would an have an opportunity. It's <laughs> quite an interesting voice that he manages to do. Yeah. And so we love and respect those people in the acting community. Um, you know, if they Some get nominated. Pyro, not so much. <laughs> Hank. No, Golden not, Globe not, nominated. Not Real him. bum not to get it. Not, well, not, not him Me and my friends were. Well, yeah. we made the and movie I, together. And I heard. <laughs> with me and Gal Gardot and John C. Riley, we made the film together and we were nominated for a Globe. It's not why we do it. It's not why we do it. We didn't care about not winning the Globe. And when I chatted to the committee, they said they were going to give it to, but Pyro just... Just let it down. And texted me Which and said, committee? I knew we should not. I knew we shouldn't have had Hamish Blake in the film. She was, I don't think she, she would furious. talk to you, mate. You're not work friends with her. <laughs> <laughs> Which committee social. did you talk that's to? Why, that's why she was happy to talk to me. She didn't want to, it's not a work colleague mm-hmm. thing. It was more of a Which committee did you talk to? The Golden Globes committee. Wrong. Hollywood Foreign Press. I knew you didn't talk to the committee. I knew this was a, I knew you yeah, were making the ho- this They up. sometimes call themselves the Hollywood Foreign Press. It's a bit of both. <laughs> Anyway, we're all we're all great in the voice acting <laughs> community, and we love and respect each other. But Jacob comes to us; um, yeah. he comes to us with a different skill. It's yeah. still produced by the head, mm-hmm. and it can be adapted. Mm. But it's he he thinks he could be a sneeze actor. Oh, he any type he, of he, sneeze. He's he claims, and we've we've got him up. So let's ask him. Yeah. Ask him now. Ahoy, Jacob. How are you going, sir? Ahoy, boys. Going good. Happy birthday, Andy. No need. Uh, good boy. Jacob, and talk us through this. You can you, do any yeah, type you, of sneeze? The way I understand this, you're saying that we give you the person or we give you the situation and you could do a sneeze that replicates that um, that situation. Yeah, pretty pretty much. I, I just think I'm a good sneezer. Um, I developed the skill in high school to get out of class if I hadn't you know, done my homework. Yeah. You just How do you do that? You just start having a sneezing fit. Just... Ah. Well, I'll, I mean, I'll how, just how, to the sick bay. how many sneezes would it require for the teacher to go? I don't think I'll be able to talk to you for the next fifty minutes. You need to get out of here. Ah, <laughs> oh, you know, four or five. They're like, oh, gee, you must be sick, or you know, must be having some hay fever or something. Right. Yeah, Someone's going. Go. Get this guy out of here. I don't think these are going to stop. So, That's it. 
Hey, what have you set up then? Okay, here's what I want to do. Um, we're interested in this. We're very interested in this, Jacob. I've got a series of characters that I will give you mm. um, and scenarios. You'll okay. get the the type of person, and you might even get the scenario that they're in and the type of sneeze that they're gonna that I okay. we require you to do. Okay. You will then sneeze. Um, then the committee, not to be confused with the Hollywood Foreign <laughs> Press Association, the committee of sneeze judges here, consisting of myself, Andy, and Jack, we will gauge if we think that that accurately mm. represents the sneeze we requested. <laughs> okay. And if you, I've got, how many have I got here on the list? I've actually got six. I'm looking Four. for. Knock it down to five, Ham, and we'll go. I'll keep it six. Okay. Because there's, well, there's one four. that plays on from another. Okay. Four from six then? Four from six. It has to be a solid four. Okay. I don't want a weak four. Yeah, okay. It has to okay. be actually a strong four from six. We'll get you a Hamish Nandy coin. All right. Sure. Good luck. Good luck, Jacob. Now we've prepared this short song. <laughs> I know it sounds funny, not all sneezes are the same. You got high ones, you got some low. Seems crazy they can all be done by just one man. But that's why Jacob's come on the show. Yeah. That's why he's sneezing. He's sneezing with a little warning. There That's we a go. short opener for Got you. Got it in under a minute. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> for those looking okay. at the runtime of this this episode of the podcast, going, she's she's a lot, she's a juicy one. What's, wonder if there's any fat in it. No uh, fat detected yet. We'll see. I mean, some might come up later on. Fat free, fat free, just the leanest cut this episode. All right, Jacob, as I refuse to cull the sneezes from six to five on this fat free episode. <laughs> Hey, give us scenario one. All right. Jacob, scenario one. Yep. 75-year-old grandma cooking a casserole. Mm-hmm. The family is gathered around talking to her in the kitchen. Okay? So... All right. You got that? Yep. She's mid. She's chatting, but she's at the stove. She feels a sneeze coming on. What does she sound like? That's, oh, that seemed too aggressive she's for now seventy-five-year-old. Remember, she's over and open. She's cooking a casserole here. Yeah. She's cooking. Yeah. Yeah. Old I mean, people sneeze with their whole bodies. That's what the grunt for afterwards. She threw out her back. Oh, okay. Right. Okay. I mean, it's not exactly what I was looking for, but it I, seemed okay. too strong for me. I, I, I expected I a Mika, yeah, a sneeze. I wanted to see some <laughs> evidence of attempting to hide the sneeze mm-hmm. just because you're at a food preparation surface. Yes. Oh, okay. 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 Fair enough. Okay. It's, uh, <laughs> uh, it's probably. It's, it's, Jack, you're the deciding vote. I think here, it's, a no. it's a no. Yeah, it's oh. a no. Unless you were very firmly for it. <laughs> no. I mean, okay. I don't think Jack was the right. deciding vote because you and I didn't like it. <laughs> no, yeah, I mean, you had to you had to really put forward some sort of amazing argument. <laughs> to swing his okay, forty-five-year-old okay. woman, bad hay fever. <laughs> That's good. 
That's good. That's good. That's, good. <laughs> That's good. really good. And I like yeah, that you put yeah. three in there. At first yeah. I thought you were stuttering, and then I went, I think I know what he's doing here. Yeah. That's an involuntary <laughs> yeah. response to hay fever. Yep. That's a pass from me. That's a pass from oh. me. Jack? Yep. Yep. Okay. All right, Jacob. Yep. 25-year-old bride, mid-wedding ceremony. Ooh. Okay, she's at the altar. The okay. guy or girl, the celebrant, whoever it is, is doing the stuff. She feels the sneeze coming on. What does she sound like? Very That's good. Very good. <laughs> very good. Oh, yes. Okay. okay I, was, I was worried about him early, but yes. I just thought he might have had one sneeze that he yeah, was going to try and reel out for all of them. He fumbled yeah. early in the quarter and now he's on I, I just wasn't feeling the motivation of that first character. Yeah. I don't think. I think uh, okay. Yeah. Do you know what? It's I'm not taking any more than 10% responsibility here, but I will take 10% responsibility because I, I did write cooking a casserole which is actually an inside-the-oven dish for a lot of people. <laughs> <laughs> and I think that in my head I, I yeah. wanted to hear I wanted to hear someone try and protect a sneeze that there was over an open saucepan, which, yeah. of course, you wouldn't be with a casserole. So it's in the oven. 10% only responsibility <laughs> yeah. there. You still didn't get a pass of the first mm. one, but I might have led <laughs> you astray. But he's okay, two here we from go. three. He's two from three. 55-year-old man at a cubicle in an open-plan office. Okay. I'll pass it, mm. but it wasn't your best. <laughs> it wasn't my best. <laughs> I will I pass think, that. Can I hear it again? <laughs> oh, again? Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, that's actually I've practiced doing the same sneeze twice. Well, open plan but, office. Okay. Open plan office. So there are people around is what you, we're getting at there. Yeah, okay. Um, <laughs> sorry, guys. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, guys. I know we had a deal. Yeah. Sorry, guys. Oh, great. It's past Okay. Well, yeah. this is good. This is good. Okay. Number five. The same 55-year-old man, but now he's alone. Everyone's gone out for lunch and he's alone in the office. Right. Perfect. Perfect. Yep. And yeah. no, sorry, guys. Yeah. He doesn't need to. Yeah. Yeah. Doesn't not sorry. To. You can not sometimes. Sorry. You're not sorry. Yeah. Sometimes you throw out a sorry, guys, because you feel like uh, you you haven't taken that in. You're caught up in the moment, but you you did well just to hold back. Uh, well, Hamie's won it. He's won it. You've coin. won it. You've won it. Let's for, so for let's just go lock. four. Yeah. And let's let's make sure it's an absolute lock. Five year old girl walking into a dusty all purpose room at school. Mm. <laughs> yeah, she wasn't think... his best, but he didn't need it to be. Yeah, exactly. He just needed some score on the board. It needed again. If you're gonna, if you're gonna reach a new level, and you're very good, yeah. work on your meekness. Yeah, yeah I want to see yeah. some. I would like yeah. you to explore the subtler um, ranges of the spectrum. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Because I think all, a lot of them are full force. Yeah. And yeah. I'd love to just see, yeah, softer wrists yeah. and like just practice those gentler <laughs> shots. <laughs> sure. Well, yeah. Jacob, well uh, done. Very good. Really good. <laughs> You've got a coin. You've walked away with the coin. You've sneezed your way into the coin holder's records. Um, congratulations to you. You will be sent out the coin. Do not show anyone your UCN, your unique coin number, especially in this oh, day and age. With crypto booming, um, but that's you know everyone wants to get their hands on your UCN. So keep that tight, and um, great do. news for your family. Well done, mate. Thanks, boys. 
I mean, we offer a service. <laughs> it's a bit of a harsh one. Yes, it is. Um, like hitmen. <laughs> it kind of is like <laughs> Famously, that. Famously. You know, we are in the customer service. If you're a hitman, you very much are in the customer service game. Yeah. Um, but it comes at the cost <laughs> of the target not having the best day. Not having the best day. It's called Rattle Your Rivals. Um, sits uneasy with like us. It. <laughs> it sits uneasy with us sometimes. But it, it's often, I think, it's, I think it's the an way offer we, open to everyone. That's true. <laughs> and I think the way we rationalise it with ourselves yeah. uh, ethically yeah. Is we blame the friend, yep. don't we? We hide behind that and quite the, heavily. And the person if you look gonna... at the friend, you'll barely see the outline of me and Andy <laughs> hiding behind them. <laughs> and the friend we're going to hide behind today is Jordan. <laughs> if we can pull this off, Jordan, ahoy to you. Ahoy, boys. How are we? Very well. Very good, Jordan. Um, now, people that haven't heard rattle your rivals. The point of this is uh, people come to us with a with sporting or com- competitive uh, rivalries they have with a friend. Mm. And they enlist our help. Uh, Jordan, you've done that. You've got a friend that you, I believe you're playing golf against one of your mates. Certainly am. I'm in a little rivalry with my best mate, Bailey. Mm-hmm. Yep. And uh, he's actually starting to get better than me, so I think it's time I get under his skin, hey? Yeah. And that's right. what we can do. We can provide a, it's psychological warfare. Mm-hmm. The tactic we like to use is uh, calling the target, giving them some wonderful news, some almost out-of-this-world <laughs> news, yep. basically setting them on the trajectory for the day of the greatest day of their life. Yep before yanking the rug as hard as we can. <laughs> and telling them uh, they suck. Telling them that they suck at their selected sport, <laughs> at which point the penny will also drop that the preceding conversation is also false. <laughs> then it gets in their head. Then when they're out on the field, hopefully they associate that horrible feeling they've had on the phone <laughs> with the sport and it throws them on the day. It's the least we could do for you. And uh, as Ando said, we do offer it for everyone. Had Bailey called us. Yeah, Jordan um, would be receiving oh, sorry. it. Yeah, that's it. That's how it works. <laughs> um, Jordan, um, I understand you mentioned in your email that Bailey had recently gone for a job at Samsung. Yep. Um, but had missed, missed out. Yeah, yeah. He recently went for a job there and unfortunately he didn't get it, but maybe within get under his skin that way. Yeah, I th- I th- so I'm going to try and be a sales executive for for Samsung, calling yep. him back to say we reviewed the application. We think he would be great. Yeah. We feel terrible to have no, it was the sh- it was the sh- was it Samsung the shop or the yeah. like head office? Uh it was the shop. Okay. Yeah, great. Okay. We've got Bailey's number. Jordan, you'll sit tight uh, until hopefully we deploy the and we, it's you suck at so I say Bailey Stevenson sucks at golf. Would that be the perfect way to to end it? I think that could be perfect. Yes, definitely. <laughs> okay. Any, I mean, anything more specific, like a certain part of golf, you mm. want him to know that he to really rattle him on, like mm. you know, is, he, is it his putting or? It's more his driving. Actually, okay. he's been uh, using the three wood off the tee recently. Can't get the driver on the fairway. So, Andy, you're a golf man. Do you think you could weave that into Easy. the bit where we, <laughs> we rattle it? <laughs> no, yeah, no, not a problem there. You've come to the right <laughs> spot. All right. Uh, okay, uh, Jordan, sit tight. Good luck, everybody, and we'll give Bailey a call. Good luck to you, Ando. Hello, Bailey speaking. Hi, is that Bailey Stevenson? Yes. Uh, hi there. It's um, it's David Thomas calling. Uh, I'm a sales executive for regional New South Wales for Samsung. Sorry to, to, yeah. call, to call you out of the blue, but I understand you applied for a job with us recently. Yes, I did. Um, and I understand, and this is embarrassing, but I understand that we, we let you know that, that there wasn't a position available at the time. And you might yeah, correct. We uh, feel terrible about this, but I've reviewed the application and I, I do think you'd be perfect um, for the role. Uh, oh. I know that might come as some surprise and, and I hope you haven't moved on to greener pastures, but we just want to call and, and see whether that's an option for you. Um, look, would I be able to sleep on it? 
Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, sorry, I've just, um, funnily enough, actually taken a promotion at my current job after getting knocked back from you guys. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, it would be a little bit of a move around. So, yeah, would you mind if I, I maybe t- go over 24 hours and got in contact with I you? Could, I could totally understand that, but um, if, if I can just put my best foot forward then. Um, yeah. Obviously, we feel terrible about this, so I wanted to present a package that would be, be good, and we're trying to get through this today. So, um, we'd happily add... Fifteen thousand dollars on whatever you're getting in the new promotion role per year. Okay, um, and plus some other benefits. Will that get you there, or do you, would you need some more? Um, I think it's definitely, definitely, um, yeah, definitely helping. I, like I said, though, it's just very out of the blue, so I just yeah need a little bit of time to think about it. I'm just actually at work at the moment, so. All oh, right, so it's a bit hard. So, um, yeah, um, would, well, would you have a contact number I could get just to contact you back on? Sure. Well, Look, let's let's call it twenty twenty k, um, plus some benefits, um, two free phones we can give you. Uh, you can have two free phones for friends or family members, a, a tablet, and we'd be happy to take care of your phone bills for the for the length of your uh, stay or employment with uh, with us at Samsung. Okay, well, um, yeah. Look, I, I just can't give an answer right this second if that's all right. Mm-hmm. But you you'd be pretty interested. I am definitely pretty interested, though. Okay. Are definitely interested or pretty interested? <laughs> definitely interested. Okay. One other thing before I let you go, because I know it's a hard bit because you're at work, um, but I just also would want to add that um, you suck at golf <laughs> and your driving stinks and you pussy at and you use three-word all the time. How, how do you know all this? Well, it's just... Everyone does. <laughs> <laughs> Bailey Jordan's here. Hello, hello. Right. Hey, matey. Oh. It's same as your Andy here, Bailey. Oh. <laughs> How you going, Bailey? <laughs> Bailey, some. Uh, well, first of all, you've some bad news. You've been rattled. You've, you've been officially yeah. rattled. Do you feel rattled? Absolutely rattled, mate. Yeah, you feel rattled. <laughs> Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, Jordan reached out and said that you're slightly getting better at him at golf and he needed something to rattle you before your next match. Would you consider yourself rattled before the next game? Mate, I'm going to be fishing balls out of the water for the next three months. Yeah, the service, it does work. This, there is no doubt about the effectiveness of the service. Um, the great news is you don't have to go and quit your job that you just got a promotion at. So that's good. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. The downside is that, yeah, there is no... Tw- the, the the juicy carrot offered by Samsung. I was going to say that carrot was looking mighty fine. Yeah. Oh, it was one of the world's biggest carrots. That thing would win any Easter show. Oh. <laughs> oh, look, I'm I'm also shaking. It feel bad yeah. for you, Bailey. Well, well, uh, we'll, but we'll, well done, well, well done. done for you. The loyalty to your current yeah. job. Yeah. I mean, to, oh, yeah. even in even in the face of just an avalanche, it was almost like you were, you were in the audience at Ellen. Like the the avalanche of presence. I want to tell you, I'm sweating. That was coming your way. And you still had the loyalty to the current company. Yeah. I think everybody's a winner there. Yeah, Bailey, we'll send, you, we'll send you a token of no value from the show. I'm not sure if you listen, but um, it's a token. Oh, absolutely, I do. Yeah. <laughs> it's, a it's a dream, mate. That's why I'm a little upset. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you, Colin, boys. Thanks, matey. Take no worries. care. Bad you, luck buddy. on the, uh, the upcoming triple bogey. <laughs> <laughs> on you, Jordan. Are you happy with the service? Oh, mate, I couldn't be more happy. <laughs> oh, thanks so much. Just give us a Google review and tell your friends. Thank you. <laughs> no worries, no worries. <laughs> uh-
Hame, so many fighting in at hamishnetty.com and we love them, so let's do this. What do you got? This one comes in from Campbell. Conversation power move. Great. Works better in a group. When telling a story about a local criminal or along the lines of, <laughs> or, or along the lines of oh, oh, Fidgets Wilson. <laughs> turn to a member of the group and say, Oh, actually you might know him. <laughs> Beautiful give the impression that that individual individual is of a lower social bracket. <laughs> <laughs> Who doesn't love a good yarn about a local crook? <laughs> um, I've got I've got two today, and they're both fiercely a hole moves, right? Yeah. Real asshole moves. Okay, um, but good, very goodies, uh, very very good ones. Comes in from uh, Mitchell Coppas. When driving, uh, or sorry, when driving and stationary in your car. So let's say you're at a pedestrian crossing. Hmm. Make eye contact with a pedestrian you do not know. Hold up your hand in a stationary wave. So okay. a bit of a, how's it going? Yep. Right. Uh, when they wave back, obviously confused as to who is waving at them, continue your hand movement and reach up a little more and pull down the sun visor. <laughs> <laughs> this will leave them waving at a stranger in a car and looking like a weirdo. <laughs> I like it. Um, Tom Ingram. From Hong Kong, Tommy boy. boy to you, Tommy boy. Power move for you. When you're watching a movie with your parents and a sex scene comes on, wait a few pe- few seconds, then turn to your parents and say, is this the kind of filth you two are into? Absolutely <laughs> disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good front foot. <laughs> it will change the power balance forever. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, it's a good front foot. Um, okay, uh, if you're on the phone, this is when you're on the phone to someone. This comes in from Timothy Ball. Um, hey, g'day, boys. Here's a power move. Whenever you're on the phone to someone and the moment arises, and this one does rely on some good timing here, give the person a compliment. Now, the the, the choice of compliment would be interesting here, such as, you know, like, you're great looking, mm-hmm. something like that. Okay. When the person on the phone says, thank you, immediately say, oh, I wasn't talking to you. This this not only gives the person a false sense that being complimented, but also makes them feel like you've got someone else there that's more important to talk to than them. <laughs> From Adam, he's in Canada. Didn't uh, I hadn't purposely sought out international ones, but they're flooding in thick and fast. He uh, he says, if you see a workmate pull up in their vehicle, ask them, "Oh, is your car in the shop?" It insinuates that they'd only be driving that vehicle (laughs) because they couldn't drive their regular car. When they respond that their car is in the shop, go, well, I hear those get great mileage. (laughs) Real good. Real solid. Haim. Just two weeks away from our emergency slide party where uh, Rex Airlines, uh, they're the guys that are are now doing biggies, they uh, are are giving us the opportunity to jump down the emergency slide. uh, To deploy the big yellow slide on the 737. Mm -hmm. 10,000 people uh, have uh, 
registered to go yep. down. Uh, there was a lucky 9, 40. 000, yeah, 9,960 had their hopes dashed <laughs> last week, but a lucky 40. Yes. And their plus ones will be joining us. Flight HA254. If that's you when you got sent your ticket when you registered, HA254, you uh, you got to make your way to Melbourne. But uh, on hey, the, we're not covering that. No, we're not covering that. But on the 16th, uh, we'll be going down a slide as part of this. Emergency. Slide. Yeah, that works. And our our main man's back from Rex. Uh, Mark joins us again. Uh, Mark, how are you, buddy? Good, good. How are you? Really, really well. Um, were you astounded that uh, over 10,000 people wanted to have a go <laughs> at... Uh, wow. Yeah. Oh, that's amazing. Yes. People want to go down the slide, mm. mate. You were sitting on an absolute gold mine there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Forget mystery flights, oh. buddy. Have oh, you. that's great. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, uh, well, I'm glad we could break that news to you. A um, couple yeah. of other things before we go any further, Mark. Um, first of all, the slogan, Rex, now doing biggies. Yeah. Has taken off. Has that taken off? Yeah. Small so I just noticed an ad come out recently. You're talking about servicing, you know, 60 destinations within Australia and, and you know, obviously the competitive fairs doing Sydney, Melbourne, but there was no sign of Rex now doing biggies, biggies in your official marketing. Okay, I'll have to have a look into that. Thank you. Because it's Do a good that. slogan. <laughs> Do that. <laughs> smallies too. Smallies where there's gaps. Not scared of smallies. <laughs> great friends with smallies, yeah. but also very comfortable <laughs> with biggies now. Um, Mark, we went pretty hard on ankle safety in recent uh, weeks of the podcast. Do you think we've right. scared too much? Scared people too much? with regards to how vulnerable their ankles may be at the bottom of the slide? No, no, not really. <laughs> but, but, yeah. but, I mean, it's, it's always a possibility. But mm. nonetheless, I, I mean, something that we should, should probably talk about is that you should probably have pant, long pants on, closed-in yes. shoes and, and long-sleeved shirts because you can, highly unlikely, but you can get some friction burns if you've got skin against the slide. Rubber burns. But, yep. So but, it goes, yeah. you, you go You go at pace, don't you? Oh, yeah, you, you move. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. My word. Right. My word. You'll be that's, moving. That's how we're snapping so many ankles. But okay, well, when, we won't news. be snapping. And what, what's the best tactic to have to keep your ankles unsnapped if that is your preferred state for your ankles to be in? And we assume for all our guests it is. Yeah. Do you tuck, do you keep a soft knee at the bottom or... What are we? What are, what's your tactic? Uh, well, it's a good question. So I think I mentioned last time that you sort of, when you're sliding, you you keep your body upright from the waist mm-hmm. uh, because I mentioned last time when you lean back, you actually go faster. Okay. So to control right. the speed, you lean forward and put your hands on your knees, mm-hmm. and then you actually tuck your toes back so that they're sort of ninety degrees to your foot. So as if you're stretching your Achilles, your, yep, yep. Your, your feet are flat and together. Mm. And then when you, when you hit the bottom of the slide, it sort of just gives you a kick up into the, the standing position oh. and you sort of you sort of hit the ground running. Can yep. we go through – obviously, we're so excited that you guys uh, are doing this for us. Melbourne Airports, so we salute them for, uh, for letting us go out there as well. Yeah, they've been, they've been quite good. They've been helping out with the logistics. So great. It's been great. Questions? It was. Yep. Yeah, we we brought up a couple of weeks ago that there's going to be two pilots on board. Do we need yep. two pilots? Do we need any pilots? 
Uh, yes, you do actually need pilots because when we tow the aircraft, the aircraft, I don't know if you're aware, weighs about 70 tonnes. Mm -hmm. And when we're, when we're towing it, you've got to have uh, on the ground either uh, a qualified ground engineer or a pilot for the brakes okay. when, you, when you're towing the aircraft. So given that we're having the party and doing the evacuation, it's going to be better for us to have uh, have the pilots on board and the flight attendants, of course. Fantastic. Okay. Oh, that's um, plain snacks. Are you guys happy to hand out some snacks? What kind of snacks yeah. are available on the Rex flights? Well, we have um, in business class uh, meals, of course, and Must be nice. sandwiches wow. and yep. drinks. Oh, uh, but uh, what, what what would you be interested in? Oh, oh probably can sausage I, rolls or something. Can, can oh. I put a request in for what it did? Yes, please. Um, <laughs> sausage rolls sounds great. Can I put a request yeah. in for what I don't want it to be? Now, right. I know that yeah. you're probably reticent to slag off a competitor here, but I was on a flight recently. I think it was from Tasmania mm -hmm. to Sydney. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So what they, they came around and they said, we're just, you're just having a snack, okay? You get a snack for this flight. Right, right, yeah. They landed, are you familiar with, familiar with a Lavosh cracker? Like a, um, a short, oh, yeah, a square, yeah. hard-pressed yeah. yeah. wheat cracker. Yeah. <laughs> Not a biscuit, it's a cracker, a very tasteless cracker. Mm. You put cheese on it. You normally you do. do. Oh, yeah. You do. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great point. That's what I thought a Lavosh was for. Yeah. Or a hummus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They they pop the snack down and I went and so there's the Lavosh hmm. and some chutney. And okay. so I said, okay, I think I know what's going on here. High end cheese should be somewhere in this um yep. equation. I'm digging yeah. around, looking in the snack box, and I said, Oh sorry, I don't think I got any cheese. I think they left the cheese uh -oh. out. Hmm. And they went, no, there is no cheese. It's for the, it's the chutneys for the lavosh. What? I said, so are you serving chutney as a dip? And they said, yeah, just chutney on lavosh. I said, no, no, no. You're missing, you're missing the, like, chutney's an accessory. Yeah. You can't, it's not a full meal. Chutney's. That, that wouldn't happen already. Chutney's on, a hat. Chutney, chutney, chutney goes on something. Yes, it goes on something. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, so, not, and not not on a biscuit. No. no. Not on a biscuit. You've, yeah. you've sort of sold me a hat but no suit. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's a thing well, that goes with something. So my request is, can we not have lavosh and just chutney? Because I think it's a bit of an outrage. There'll be no lavosh. Okay. We can have pies, sausage rolls, uh, sandwiches. Yep. That's uh, we'll have, that is we'll more have some common, good, man. Good food when we'll have some good food on board. Yep. This is yeah, a lovely. tougher one for you, Mark. Yep. Is there an auxiliary cord that you can plug straight into the PA system for someone to play their own music? Say if we had a DJ with a very slim line set. Right. Setup. No, no, we've got mm. we've got no, there's no way that you can plug it in. We've mm. got the normal, you know, speakers where the boarding music's sort of played as you're getting on. Yeah, how do you get into uh, that system? Oh, well, that's got a control panel at the at the oh. front of the cabin, but it's but not really you can't plug into it and play right. your own sort are of playlist. But are we positive? Because when usually when there's a control panel, there could be an aux in. <laughs> <laughs> oh well, I'll, I'll I'll have a look. I'll have a Take look that into on it. But I don't, have a look. I'm Sometimes sure. known as, as a three a and a half mil jack. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> it, 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 what about putting some? What about just putting some speakers in the in the aircraft? Oh, well, if you could, I mean. Yeah, that'd be okay. Oh. Okay, what about this? We bring we we bring two large Bluetooth speakers on as carry on. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, we could put it in the, the overhead locker, and then when we take when we get towed around and we arrive where we're going to um, uh, 
do the slide, yeah, to take it out. we can uh, take it out then and, mm. and, get, and get started. So I'm just wondering if we have music for the taxiing, though. I think you want the vibe up on the taxiing. Yeah, yeah, we can have a look at that. I mean, it's not, <laughs> as, if, it's not as if anything's going to fall around. We, we'll, no. we'll be going a maximum of 10 kilometres an hour. Yeah. So, so Can someone open the door or is that is, to, to set it off? Yeah, or is that the flight attendant's role? No, that that'll have to be the flight attendant because yeah, don't risk it. We're, we're, we've only got yeah, one no, flight. We're, we're, <laughs> well, <laughs> but the other thing too, you've got to be careful when you open the door. Mm. There's a technique of opening it, mm. and there's a handle that you hold on to because before before the slide actually inflates, mm. the door's actually open. If you fall out, you can like seriously hurt yourself. Okay. No, no, that make, that that, make, that makes perfect sense to me. Um, yeah. Can one of us is is it possible for someone and a designated person to also set off a life vest and blow the whistle once they're down? Yeah, life vest, no problems. Yeah, yeah thank you. Yeah, we can do a life vest. Brilliant, mate. Fantastic, mate. We can't thank you enough. We are pumped for this. Um, oh, yeah, well, I mean, we've, in a couple we've, weeks. We're, this is that's all we need. Um, people can bring their duty free on. Do we talk about? Did we discuss oh. that last time or, I mean... No, we haven't asked... We, we'll organise we'll organize drinks, but we'll have them in duty-free bags. Yeah, we I wanted, we wanted we to give someone an opportunity to ha- to open a duty-free bag so you, you, on you a feel, plane. You feel like you're drinking duty-free okay. and we'll just serve all the drinks in duty-free bags. Yeah, perfect. Yeah, great. <laughs> okay. That's all good. <laughs> thanks, great. Mike. Okay, thanks, mate. <laughs> thanks. G'day guys, Mike here, and unfortunately we're at the end of another episode. But fortunately, you can catch all of Hamish and Andy's Remembering Project Season 2 every Monday, and Season 1 is all there for you to binge as well. Here's a grab from this week's episode where Hamish, the ultimate wingman, takes a little too much credit for bringing together Andy and Lily Allen. You've wanted to be ultimate wingman for me many, many times. Wanted had to and have succeeded. 2006. Lily Allen was on our show. The Lilster, yeah. The strange thing was you couldn't come to the gig with me because I think you had you had something had something on and sitting at the back of this gig, like it's in a laneway, 300 people deep, no one could see and then Lily on stage said, I met someone who I thought I fancied today. Does anyone know Hamish and Andy? And there was – was like, hey, man, <laughs> the pudgy one. <laughs> but it was a kind of a surreal moment because they said, well, this song's for Andy. And then this person was on a big box of crates next to me and said, looked down and said, that's you. And I said, yeah. And they said, let's swap. So I got to stand on this huge box of crates in the middle of the laneway as, as Lily said the song. And then we, yeah, we did sneak a kiss later on and then obviously she went on to Hollywood fame. But you... Consider yourself wingmanged, my friend. I think you get wingmanged. Anyone know Um, Hamish and Andy? Wingman (laughs) mentioned first. (laughs) Hamish, the pathway to Andy. Mm. I wouldn't take credit for that unless I felt it was due. And I do. (laughs) And I will. And I shall. And you're welcome. Go and check that one out wherever you podcast. Hamish and Andy's Remembering Project Season 2 every Monday. Thank you so much for listening. We'll catch you for the main pod next week. Thanks for listening. The Hamish and Andy podcast will return next week. Catch up or contribute at hamishandandy.com. Listener.